Today we're continuing on the commands of Christ, and we are in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 16, and, I, and he simply says, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. And he goes on to add, But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the synagogues. They'll deliver you, hand you over to the courts and scourge you in the synagogues. And he goes on, he even says, Brother will betray brother to death. A child will turn against his parents, parents against a, uh, uh, their child. So beware, be on the alert, be on your guard, and beware of people. You know, uh, this, this word shrewd simply means to be intelligent, to be wise, to be smart, to exercise good judgment. The word innocent, of course, means be above reproach. Don't do things you shouldn't do. And then he says, beware of men. I'd like to speak just a moment about a psychological uh, concept called projection. We tend to look at others and tend to think others think of us. We, we tend to project our feelings, our attitudes upon others and assume that others have similar thoughts, similar attitudes as you and I have. Um, often they don't. Can I say, not everyone out there is as nice as you are. You're a Christian person. You seek to walk by love. You seek to uh, honor God. You seek to, you seek to fulfill the great commandments. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Not everybody is like that. It's naive to think they are. It's not prudent to assume that everybody out there is just like you. We've been transformed, we've been made alive, we've been become new creatures in Christ. And it's, it's easy to assume, excuse me, I got something in my eye here. It's easy to assume that everybody is like us when in fact they're not. I'd like to ask you a question. Do you want to hurt people just because they disagree with you? Do you want to cause harm to people? Would you like to see someone put in jail who thinks differently than you? Would you like to see someone beat up who believes differently than you? Would you like to see someone punished for thinking differently than you? Most of us wouldn't. Most of us, we don't think that way about other people. We, I'm engaged in the battle of ideas. I want to win with ideas. I want to show that our ideas and our faith is superior to any others. And I want to win that intellectual uh, or the, the, this battle of ideas. But I don't want to hurt somebody. I don't want to see someone punished for thinking differently than me. I would not want to see them jailed or beat up or hit or punched because they don't agree with me or don't think the same way I do. That's not a bone in my body feels that way. I assume that you don't feel that way either. But don't assume others have that same attitude. This would be projecting. This would be projecting upon others that the attitudes you have, they have as well. It's not true. I, you know, I saw an extreme example of this in my own life when visiting the first uh, SS, Nazi SS concentration camp called Dachau, which is just outside of Munich. And when we went there, it was a horrifying tour. 
And I remember coming out of there saying, you know, we, we need to be very, very careful how we use that word hate because there was real hate shown there. And the hate that so many of us have in our country today isn't anywhere near what they have. However, when with these Nazis, and this camp was made of, you know, the primary, the first people there were professors, uh, university, taught in the university. They were um, journalists, op- opposing politicians, clergymen. These people who affect the way that people think. And the, the goal there was not just to kill them. The goal was to punish them. The goal was to make it, make to, well, to, to just humiliate them until they would finally admit they were wrong and, and be broken, and then they'd kill them. There was hatred there. There was true hatred. When we think of projection, don't assume, you know, I assume because I love people and I can be naive. It's easy for me to assume that those who oppose me or argue with me out on campus, that they basically like me as well. They just disagree with my ideas. And I know I've been proven wrong. when actually there's people out there who want to hurt me, people out there who want to slander me, people who want to take me down, people who'd want to punish me for having ideas that are not the correct ideas in their eyes. Likewise, they project on us. Because some of them, and I'm not saying everybody who disagrees with us is like this, but, but Jesus says, there are wolves out there. You're sheep. There are wolves out there. Beware. Be in your guard. Be, be careful. Because there are people out there also, wolves out there, who project upon us. And they assume that because you don't agree with them and they hate you and they want to harm you and they want to hurt you, they assume you feel the same way towards them. They assume that you want to hurt them. I remember, I remember going into the, uh, I, you know, I remember once having lunch with uh, uh, this was at San Diego State University, and one of the more prominent out there leaders of the of the gay at the time, the gay lesbian group, and he was so opposing me on campus, and he was so disruptive. And I, you know, I said, you know, you and I ought to go out to lunch sometime, just talk one on one. And uh, so he agreed if we went to the student union. And, uh, and so we sat down for lunch one day, and, and he said to me, uh, Tom, I'm glad we're having lunch today in the student union. And I said, well, I'm, I've been looking forward to meeting you as well. He said, I'm glad we're in the union. I said, well, why does that matter? He said, because I know what you really wanted to do. I said, what do you mean? He said, you wanted to lure me to someplace off campus where you would kill me. What? Yeah, that's right. I know you wanted to get me off campus, so I wanted to meet you in a public place where you wouldn't be able to kill me. I know you wanted to get me off campus in a private place so you could kill me. Wow. Wow. How, where did that thought come from? How could he possibly think I wanted to kill him? Well, projection. Projection. He hated me. He would have loved to have killed me. He would have loved to have seen me punished. He would love to have seen me destroyed, hurt, gone. And he assumed I felt that same way about him. And so Jesus is warning us. Jesus is warning us, beware of people. I send you as sheep amongst wolves. I'm not sending you as a sheep amongst sheep. 
I'm not sending you out amongst people who all think the same way you do and feel the same way you do and have the same morals you do. I'm sending you out amongst people who are very, very different. Some of them want to hurt you. Some of them want to harm you. Some of them want to destroy you. Don't be naive. Beware. They will deliver you up. Brother will betray brother. Parent will betray child. Child will betray parent. Jesus says right here in verses 16 through 22, be on your guard. In our day, of course, we've not seen people killed in our country here in America for their faith, but we have seen people lose their jobs. We've seen we've seen traps set for people so that they might be, uh, they, they might, again, it's not enough that you just delete a tweet or say, okay, I'm sorry or something. You've got to be punished. You know, people, these wolves feel you got to be punished. You got to be punished sometimes for something you said years and years ago. Sometimes people are being punished. You know, athletes are losing scholarships or or, or uh, not being invited. Pro athlete people are going into the draft because of a tweet they they did when they were 15 years old, and now they're graduating college and being considered for the draft, and are being uh, you know their their draft position is dropping because of a tweet they gave that uh, was politically incorrect back seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. It's not enough that you just say, oh, I don't think that anywhere anymore. No, you've got to be punished because you once thought wrongly. This is the world we live in. Beware. Be careful. What's the answer? Be shrewd. Be smart. Be innocent. Be above reproach. Realize that we will often be judged by a higher standard. We may be judged by an unfair standard. We may, be ju- we, we may be accused of things that are the farthest thing from us. Why? Because, again, people project onto us. They assume that if there's hatred and bigotry and, and guile in their heart, that it's in ours as well, and they're just looking for evidence of it. So what do you and I need to do? We need to be above reproach, innocent as a dove, shrewd, smart, wise as a serpent, careful in the actions we take, because our world is becoming more and more dangerous. We've lived in a world that's fairly safe. Those days may be, they may be, they may be coming to an end. Be careful. Be careful. Now, it doesn't mean we retreat. It doesn't mean we give up. It doesn't mean we go into hiding. It means we're careful. I don't know about you, but when I engage in an ideological battle, I want to win. I don't want to fight battles I know I have no chance of winning. I don't want to, I, I want to go out and prevail. I want to win. I want to talk with people that I have a chance of winning them. And when I sense in a person that there's no openness, there's just a, a desire to argue, to fight, maybe even to trap me, um, that might not be the best use of my time to continue talking with that person. You understand what I'm saying? Be wise. Let's go win battles. Let's go prevail. There are people out there we can win with, but there are people out there who'd like to set a trap for you. Don't step in it. Be be shrewd as a serpent, innocent as a dove. Beware. Be successful. Be successful. Father in heaven, we pray for your grace, your wisdom, to look upon people as they are, not as we think they are just mirrors of us. I want to thank you, Lord, for I know people on this call. They're good people. They're they're good soil. They're good ground. They're they're Christian people. They're following you. And as such, Lord, we can tend to be loving, believing the best of others. We can project upon them that they have good attitudes, good motives, sincere hearts, as we have. I believe, Lord, we have that. 
I believe the people on this live stream have a good heart and a good desire to love other people and to believe, bring out the best in others and do the best for others. Father, I know I confess in myself a tendency because of that to be naive to how some people, some not everybody, but some people really mean harm. Help us, Father, to not be naive. Help us to be shrewd. Help us to be understanding. Help us to be aware. Help us to have insight and discernment with other people. Help us, Father, not to be naive that we walk into traps or we that will damage our careers, damage our, our, our lives, may even lead to physical harm when we don't need to. Help us, Lord, to learn how to pick our battles. We want to win. We want to prevail. We want to see your kingdom advanced in this battle of ideas, Lord. And we are engaged in our country today in a great battle of ideas of what is true, what's right. In this battle of ideas, Father, help us to pick our battles well. Help us to choose the battles that we can win. Help us to be careful in those battles where our opponents have no interest in the truth, have no interest in understanding or learning. They just want to display their folly. Help us, Lord, learn when to uh, back away from a fight. Help us know when it's better to keep silent. Help us know when not to stir up strife and when it's best and when we can prevail. We pray, Father. We pray for your truth, the truth of the gospel, the truths related to Scripture. We, how we pray they would prevail, how we pray they'd win. Lord, we, there's so many conflicts in our world today, and, and in so many cases it seems like that which is false is, is, has gained the upper hand. So, Lord, we must be shrewd. We must be innocent. We are going to be held to a different standard. We've seen it, Lord. We've seen it where we will be held to a different standard. So often it may not be what's true. It's who's got the power. And Father, we realize that uh, we, we live in a culture now where, it's, where sometimes the wrong people have the power. And they're not pursuing truth, they're pursuing power. And so help us, Lord, as, as we want to promote the truth to be wise, innocent, shrewd, careful. I pray, Lord, we would not be timid. I pray we'd be bold and courageous, but wise, shrewd, innocent. Help me in this, Lord. In the bat help me on the campus to know which which battles are worth fighting, which arguments are worth making, which truths are worth promoting. Help me to discern, Lord. Help help me to discern this. We pray, Father, we think we are reminded we live amongst people who are in the domain of darkness, and they are in darkness, and their eyes are blinded. They have eyes they cannot see. They have ears they cannot hear because their heart has become hard. Help us, Father, to advance your truth because what we know is really needed is the gospel. We pray for softened hearts in our country. We pray, Lord, for those around us that, you, that we will encounter to have tender hearts, soft hearts, that they might have eyes that see and ears that hear and a mind that can understand and a heart that would believe. We pray, Father, for the advancement of the gospel in our land today. Jesus, you said, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves. Remind us that we have been sent into this world. We are not of the world, even as you're not of the world, but we are in the world, and we have been sent to the world. 
as sheep amongst wolves. So as we are, I pray, Lord, we would answer this call. We would take your truth, even to the wolf pack. We take your truth into places, and we believe that there is an abundant harvest. There is a harvest. We believe that. We pray we'd see it. Help us to sow abundantly and reap abundantly. We pray these things today and bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Okay, hey, thanks for joining me. This is an important message, isn't it? Again, I will say that in, in our country, we have not had to worry a lot about persecution or people who really could do us harm. It's becoming more common, and I'm fearful. I'm cautious. I want to be prudent and wise that, uh, that as I look into the future, it seems like um, persecution could be worse. So be bold, be courageous, be shrewd, be innocent, be wise, beware. We want to win. We don't just want to go out and say our thing and say this is where I stand. We want to win. We want to prevail. And to do so, we need all those qualities. So again, thanks for joining me. I hope you um, hit the like, the share, the, the leave a comment. Tell your, tell your friends uh, to join us as well. I'd love to have them along each and every day as we get into God's Word. So thank you. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow morning as we continue looking at the commands of Christ right here, 8.30 a.m. See you then. God bless you. Bye-bye.